Gently seek him. Praise the name of the Jesus. Hallelujah. He did not call Jacob to seek him in vain. Not so. Praise the name of the Lord. As you are seeking him, your seeking shall not be in vain. In the name of Jesus. Uh, because the Bible says so. He did not call Jacob to seek him in vain. So if the Lord, as surely as the Lord liveth, as surely as the Lord liveth, uh, he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Amen. So except maybe he's not living. As long as the Lord liveth, and uh, we know he liveth. Did not so? Amen. We know that he liveth. He says that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. That he not called the house of Jacob to seek him in vain. Amen. So there's a reward for your seeking him. Amen. There's a reward for your hunger and test for righteousness. It's a reward. There is a reward. It's a sure reward. It's something that is sure banker. You know, they use that terminology. It's something that is uh, confirmed. As confirmed as they pay you a paycheck after you walk. So it is when you seek the Lord that He's going to pay back. He has His wage. He has His wage. For the wages of sin is dead, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have we opened our Bibles? Are we ready this morning? Open our Bibles to the book of Azar chapter 40. Azar chapter 40. Praise the name of the Lord. I'll begin to read from verse 1. Amen. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem, and cry unto her, that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Verse 3, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Verse 4, every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places Plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Not so, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Amen. Amen. Verse 6 says, The voice, the voice said, Cry. And he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and the goodliness thereof. 
is as the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. The word of our God. So the conclusion of this story I've been gisting, I've been reading in book of Azar chapter 40 is that the word of our God shall stand forever. The word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So what shall stand forever? Uh, you see, this was a story. Many things have happened. Many things were happening. But what shall stand forever? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Um, many things. There are many things in life. Many things come. Many things go. Many things come. Many things go. But it says the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Amen. So when you are relating with the word of our God, whom we know, who is the word of our God? He came in as a person. Not so. So whenever we are talking about the word of our God, Amen, in your mind, what should we be picturing? Christ. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and then the word was made flesh. So the word is the person called Jesus Christ. Is the embodiment of all that is called the word of our God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God will help us this morning, afternoon, uh, so that we'll land in a safe place. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, but you will find that we are, uh, well, the message, you can call the title of this message Christ and Christ alone. Amen. Amen. Uh, but we're going to go through a terrain to find him. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So, you know, ministration is like a journey. You have to go through scriptures. So journey with me. That's, that's all I'm asking of you this morning. Uh, we're going to journey. And I'm already telling you the end of the journey. What's the end of the journey? Christ and Christ alone. Amen. Amen. But as you are journeying, you're beginning to see that Christ is vast. As you are journeying, you begin to see that Christ is vast. You begin to see that Christ carries content. Amen. Amen. You begin to see that Christ carries what? Content. Amen. Amen. And what's the content that Christ carries? The word of our God. He's actually the embodiment of the word of our God. Of everything that my father has spoken. See, I only do what I see my father doing. Everything that my father has spoken is recorded in me is what is the, my embodiment then the conclusion of everything that my father has spoken is what is called me jesus christ or another word we can see is the word of god amen, amen. praise the name of the lord somebody hallelujah are uh, you all welcome in the house again god bless you all for being here uh if you look like you're ready for a party <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to guess. I already knew. <laughs> 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 
praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Uh, amen. I know when ladies are getting ready for a party, it's an like extra time. You know, they, uh, we understand. <laughs> I have to trust you, eh? <laughs> praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So what shall stand forever? The word of our God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Um, let's say, for example, let me use an example. Say this decade. This year, this 2020 is a new decade. I mean, Isaiah 40. A new decade. Imagine everything I, I begin to say and teach from 2020 to 2030 is recorded and written in a book. How would the book be by 2030? It will be a big book. It will be like the Bible of James. Are you seeing? Are you seeing what the Word of God is? The Word of God is every record of everything that God has spoken and done. It's the record of it. It's every word was inspired by what? By the Spirit. Not so? Yeah. The Scriptures. Every word of Scripture is inspired by the Spirit. As those men were inspired, so they wrote. Amen. Amen. So it's like a diary. Uh, I know there's a movie that says Princess Diary. You know, so it is the diary. It's like a diary. The Bible is like a diary. I know. I swear, ladies like have that diary thing more than we guys. I, I, am I complicating? I I don't I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so uh, journal diary where you record your thoughts. You get me. After a while, you need to buy a new book because it has, it has filled with all your thoughts. That's why people hide their diaries. Because sometimes, even my own, some things that God tells me, I put it in one drawer somewhere. Because I don't just want everybody to just come and open it and start finding out everything that God has been saying to me. You get me? Amen? Even though some of you want to find it out. What is God saying to his Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. You know, what God speaks to me concerning ministry, administration, is different from what God can speak to me personally as a person for what He's trying to imbue in me. And those ones are like my secrets. Amen. So I keep them in my journal, in my diary. Now, that, the record of that thing, amen, praise the name of the Lord, will be called the, your word. So as God has been speaking, Spirit has been speaking, the conglomerate, the culmination of everything that God says hmm, is what? This Bible. is the Word. And that being, amen, was made flesh. Am I communicating? Was made flesh uh, on earth in New Testament. But do you know it's also in the Old Testament? Can I prove it to you? It's the Old Bible actually. Christ is actually the Old Bible. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 8. Let me just prove it to you that Christ is everywhere and the whole Bible not only is he everywhere the whole Bible speaks of him yeah. even right from Genesis and I've read maybe some of you know I've read Genesis chapter 49 to you when Jake Jacob was prophesying to Judah he was just describing Christ amen Isaiah you see all of that but in Proverbs chapter 8 Christ himself was speaking he was actually speaking in Proverbs chapter 8. And you see it there. Uh, who is there? Um, try verse 12. I'm not there yet. So, 
I where it says I wisdom. That's it. And find out knowledge of witty inventions. Keep reading. Fear of the world is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the fraud mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom, and understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign. So pause. By me, kings. So I am king of kings. Amen. So I wisdom. Christ, the wisdom of God. Christ was really speaking. He was not even born yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the flesh. But he was, he's the word. So the whole scripture talk about him and for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's Proverbs, right? It says, by me kings, what? Reign. And then what happens again? And princes decree justice. Keep reading. I just like this scripture. Read. By me princes rule and nobles. Even all the judges of the earth. Sweet <laughs> Keep reading. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me. Yeah, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yeah, than fine gold. And my revenue than Pause again. Is it many times people don't believe this thing that what Christ can offer you is better than gold? Yeah. It's better than money, it's better than cars, it's better than whatever you can inherit. But you know, so somewhere many Christians were still kind of deceived because when we so we hear that Christ is powerful, okay, we now use Christ to now go and get the God. <laughs> you get me? That's all the focus of our energy to try and still use Christ. It means that we still see that goal that's better than the person. So if the person, so when the person is coming, we want to use the person to get the things that are valuable to us, not knowing that. His fruit, himself, who he is, is better than gold. Mm-hmm. Yea, than fine gold. Please keep reading. This is beautiful. I live in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the paths of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, mm-hmm. and I will fill their treasures. The Lord possessed me. In the now, pause. He yeah, now, you now began to go into his genesis. Mm-hmm. Kai. He began to talk about how he became. How from the be- his beginning, his origin. You see how he's the only begotten. The Lord possessed me from the beginning of his way, before his works of old, before heaven and earth. Just beautiful, read. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. When there was no depth, I was brought forth. When there was no depth, I was brought forth. Hi. There were no fountains abounding with water before the mountains. Were no, pause. Why? Because when there was no fountain abounding with water, because he is the fountain abounding mm. with water. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Mm. <laughs> actually the first field, the fountain abounding with water. Glory to God. Keep reading, please. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth, while as yet he had not made the earth nor the fields. But the highest part of the dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the dead, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the fountains of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before. Now, first, it says, Then I was by him as one brought up with him. Remember, the psalmist says, My Lord said to my Lord, my Lord, 
Are you seeing that relationship there? Then I was with him, as one brought up with him. My Lord said to my Lord. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then Jesus and I actually, are you the son of David? He said, How can I be the son of David? If David says, calls me Lord, that my Lord said to my Lord. Amen. Sit down on my right hand. So I make thy enemies thy foot. So please continue. And I was his daily, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him. Rejoicing in the habitable part of, the earth, of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now, therefore, hearken unto me. Now, slow, pause here. Yeah. Jesus has just, has just given you a resume because he's about to ask you something. There's a commandment that is coming. Mm. Amen. Mm. Jesus, he always does that. When he was about to leave, leave the earth finally in Matthew 28, he says, All power. In heaven and on earth has been given unto me. He now says, Now, therefore, go ye therefore into the earth. So Jesus establishes the power, the resume, before empowering you, giving you the commandments. So he was telling you from where, who I am, where I am speaking from. Hacking, listen to me, because there's something that you will get when you're hacking. Read my daughter. Now, therefore, hacking unto me, O ye children. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth my Lord, but he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Do you see that? Are you seeing those those end time boys? Six six antichrist boys. They are they hate their own soul. They, they think they are hating Jesus. They are hating Christ. They can't touch Christ. Mm-hmm. They already tried to touch him. He resurrected. Wow. So you can't touch him a second time. So you're actually hating yourself by hating Christ. You're actually you're, you're your own worst enemy when you hate Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because whoever... <laughs> you hated your own self. Am I communicating? He that sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Because who am I? Life. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. Amen. This is before Jesus came on the earth. He was already talking. Because he is the wisdom of God. That's why it says, I wisdom. I dwell with prudence. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is a great wisdom. Here he was actually giving an exposition of himself, his origins, his genetics, where he came from. The only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Life. Life. He's the only life giver. Do you, do you know something? If if Jesus doesn't work for you, then there's you know there's this there's this thing in man that we like options. You know, get me? So last last, if Jesus does not work, maybe I'll go and try something else. No, if Jesus doesn't work for me, that's it. Oh, Barry, it's finished. That's the end. <laughs> I don't have another. I don't have another choice. There's nobody else 
whom has the words of eternal. So even if Jesus can be saying, let him say whatever rubbish you want to say about me. I'm sitting by his feet. I'm staying there. Mm. <laughs> huh? I like the, the attitude of Jacob. He wrestled through the night. Angel came with blessing. Angel didn't want to give the blessing. Uh, wrestling. See, I will not let you go until you bless me. Because where, where else am I going to go? Who else am I going to go and talk to? What happened the night before that for, to Jacob? The day before. Jacob saw Esau, whom he has supplanted. Whom he has stolen birthright from. Esau was a nation. Jacob was just him, his wife and wife and, two, and children with servants. He was so afraid. I was like, what am I going to do? This man will kill me. Mm. In fact, the reason why I ran away from the house in the first place was because we were afraid that he would kill me. <laughs> and you are seeing a nation coming against you. Mm. Jacob was afraid. So when Jacob saw the angel and he knew that this was from God, it was an angel of the Lord. It was as though God was there. Because the Bible says, to tonight you have wrestled with God and prevailed. It means, you know, angel means messenger, message. So it was God there, hmm. but by his angel. Mm-hmm. And they were wrestling. And he, so Jacob was thinking, you know, many of us say, I'm, very, I'm tired. Be going, I'm tired. I've tried. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow they're about to kill you. So this uh, Jacob realized that it's not a trying matter. <laughs> <laughs> This is my last resort. If this if I let this angel just disappear and not give me blessing, I am finished. That's the way we should be dealing with Christ. That's the way we should be handling Jesus. No, she won't be handling him with levity. You know, that kind of, okay now if Jesus doesn't do that, okay, he's not fighting, okay, we'll just manage ourselves. When God comes and this thing. No. No. We wrestle. We wrestle. We war. We hunger and test. That's the war. For righteousness, mm-hmm. so that we'll be filled. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. There is no other man, there is no other being. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 There is no other being. Praise the name of the Lord. Who says that he has life? Hmm? There is what? No other being. And when I mean life, I'm not talking about 80 years life. That's not life. Trees can live for 2,000 years. I'm living for 80 years. I'm saying I'm living. I've not lived. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one made in his image and likeness, not the tree. Am I complicating? Praise the name of the Lord. Methuselah mm-hmm. lived for almost a thousand years. So, and then we're living for 80 years and we are, we are you know, we are happy. No. And they didn't even have eternal life. But God has promised us eternal life. Amen. Now, this life is not just the quantity of years. It's also the quality mm-hmm. of life. In fact, they go hand in hand. It's the quality that makes the quantity the way it is. Mm-hmm. And that quality is the word. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, But the word of our God endureth forever. And then he began to say, For whosoever findeth me, findeth life. Because who is he? The word of our God. Because he's enduring 
forever. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, so many a times, you know, glory to God. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Many a times, we don't even know how blessed we are. Hmm? We don't know how blessed we are when you are dealing with, when you are dealing with Christ, receiving Christ's message, doctrine of Christ, learning Christ. You don't know how blessed we are. Mary knew, say, for she has chosen the better, it shall not be taken away from her. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen it. Mary knew. You don't know how blessed you are. Amen. Are we ready today? Are we ready? You want to see blessing? Thank you, my Father. I've heard you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's open our Bibles back to Isaiah chapter 40. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. From verse, I'm reading from verse, uh, let's see, verse 3. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, like I said, the message, we're going to go through a terrain to get to the message. So you're going to journey with me this morning. Amen. Amen. So it says, uh, prepare you what? Ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Then verse 4. Every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain shall what? And hill shall be made low. So things changing everything in obedience. Walking everything in obedience to Christ. That's that, that song. That's what he was doing here. This is what the scripture is talking about. Meaning exalting valleys, meaning that is low, and reducing mountains. For what will happen, verse 5? What happens as a result of that? And, and the glory of the Lord shall what? Be revealed. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So without the exaltation of the valley and the and let me just say the shaking. Let's just pray like that. The things will not be, the crooked shall not be made straight, and the rough places shall not be made plain for the glory of the Lord to be what? To be revealed. Amen. Uh, I don't know. They just, the, the tongues that came to me said that I should preach my standard. Then it was saying that I should be tender. So I should teach it with tenderness. So that's what the tongues, so I said that I've heard. Amen. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Revelation chapter 6. 
<laughs> Amen. <laughs> Chapter 6, who wants to read for us from verse 13? Chapter 6 from verse 13. Then the stars of the sky fell to the earth like green figs falling from a tree, shaken by a strong wind. The sky was rolled up like a scroll, and all of the mountains and islands were moved from their places. Yes, keep going down. Then everyone, the kings of the earth, the rulers, the generals, the worldly, Powerful and every slave and free person, all youth themselves in the cave and among the rocks of the mountains. Mm-hmm. And they cried to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. For the great day of their wrath has come and who is able to survive. Praise the name of the Lord. So, what began to happen? Verse 14 again. Sky was rolled up like a scroll, and all of the mountains yes. and islands were moved. were moved from their place. Are you seeing that's Isaiah chapter 40? Every valley exalted, every mountain brought low, crooked were made straight. That's that's what begins to happen here. Then what, what was the result of that in in Isaiah 40? Remember, it was the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. So now we've ended chapter 6 of Revelation. Let's go to chapter 7. You now begin to see the glory of the Lord being revealed. From verse 1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to him, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in the foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there and there were sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. And of the tribe of Judah were sealed twelve thousand. That's okay. So the twelve tribes, twelve thousand. Well, actually, speaking spiritually, he's not talking of Israel. He's talking about the New Testament Israel. So it's from us, tribes. That you would seal 12,000, 12,000, 12, so one for 4,000. But that's not really where I'm going. That's the first, you can call it the first harvest or the, the what the, James chapter 5 will say that the husbandman waited patiently for the precious fruit of the earth. These are the precious fruit of the earth. But that's not where I'm going, per se. Where I am going is down. Let's go to verse 9. After this, I beheld a little great multitude which no man could number. Of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with, with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth sit, sit upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round, round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Keep going. Two more. And one of the others answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of the great tribulation, and have washed their robes, 
And made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So he's saying before Jesus will come, there will be a great harvest. Mm-hmm. Mm? That's why I know. You know, I, you know how I always tip that the end time is a season. It's not a, it's not, it's a day that Jesus will come back. But the end time is a season. Well, actually, it's a great season to produce something. Hmm? Are you seeing, when there is, let's read verse 9 again. What happens on this earth? What comes out? After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude. A great multitude. Which what? No man could remember. Before Jesus will come back, this thing will come on the earth. How many of you believe me? Well, you don't have to believe me, it's Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Not so. This is Revelation chapter 7. Jesus returns in Revelation chapter 19. That's when he comes back. This chapter 7. And it's clear this has not happened yet. Not so. Because where are they before? Before the throne of God and the Lamb. They are worshipping. It means they are worshipping in spirit. Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I can, do you know, I can confidently say that I am before the throne of God and the Lamb. Do you know what that means? It means that I am hearing God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means that where they worship, as a result of understanding, I'm able to be before, I'm hearing what the throne is saying. Am I communicating? Yes. Amen. So imagine there will be a great multitude which no man can number who will be hearing what the throne is what? Okay. Amen. Amen. Are you still with me, everyone? Yes. We are journeying. I say we are journeying. Are we not journeying? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So what did this start with? Chapter 40 of Isaiah was describing this thing in a very short terminology. Saying, every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight. And the rough places plain. Then once that has happened, what's the chapter? Verse 5 now says, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Glory to God. Would that not be a glorious time? When there shall be a great, imagine a great multitude of people like you, which no man can number. Hmm? Do you know what that means in biblical terminology? When you, if you understand biblical science, <laughs> biblical terminology, when they say a great multitude which no man can number, they're talking about billions. That's what they're talking about. Because when it comes to billions, you can never actually narrow it, count it to the last specific number when you are dealing with billions. When you are dealing with billions. Amen. Amen. It's difficult to count it. Even like, how many people are in Nigeria? For example, 200 million. To do census <laughs> is a nightmare. <laughs> Huh? I hear that in the notes they tell them because you know whoever has more population, you have more political power. So you know they tell them, see if they come to you and say knock on your door, how many people in this house? Just say they are ten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get? Amen. So, so whenever it comes to billions, 
is almost like it's it's, it's, it's biblically speaking they talk about a number that no one can number that was you, you can see that i can pick that from hebrews chapter 12 when he was talking about for you have come to mount zion there's an innumerable number of what company of angels another scripture will call them ten thousand times ten thousand you're entering into billions so it means when they when the bible is talking about innumerable you are entering into what billions praise the name of the lord so a time is going to come where there will be billions of people on this earth who will be hearing revelation of christ Amen. But before there were billions, how many were they? 144,000. So you see, a little one shall become a thousand. A small one, a great nation. I, the Lord, be hasten it in this time. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22. And it's not, it's not today God started that design, that signature. Whenever God wants to do a move, for example, whenever they do a move of miracles, word of faith movement in the United States, are you with me this morning? He just raised a few. Kenneth Hagin or Roberts. You know, those men, they're just a company who were, who were when the church will, did not believe that you can prosper. Mm-hmm. When the church did not believe in faith. In fact, Hagin was pastoring a church, preaching faith. They told him that. He <laughs> put it to the very blunt way. <laughs> they said it nicely. He says that people, you said the people love you. The way you are, they love your message, they love everything, but. The only challenge, we want to promote you. You become senior pastor, but the only challenge, just stop preaching this your faith. That's all. That's what they told him. So, what, what was that message like in this time? It was strange. It was unpopular. It means it was a few as well. Right? But God sealed those few. Then, later on, that was in the 40s when this happened. Yeah. Later on in the 60s, 70s, 80s, today, there's almost no man of God who will not trace that one day he went to Rema Bible School. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so. <laughs> he visited or he visited or he knows Kenneth Hagin. But when Kenneth Hagin started, they did not like him. And after that episode, he became an itinerant minister, traveling from one city to another. There was a time, if you see Hagin suffered, though, if you hear some of his stories, there was a time he went to preach at a, he was a guest minister at a minister's um, meeting. Amen. If I'll give you two examples. One, this one was one worse than the other. This one went to minister, get minister, ministers meeting. So they're different ministers. They give him the other ministers on the radio. They not give him because <laughs> he was preaching fit. God did not like his message. Uh, say, uh, God fits me. I imagine. <laughs> There's another incident that you see in his books that he said that he went to minister somewhere and so he was staying in the house of the the host minister. They're not giving food. Then they should have invited him, they did not like his message. <laughs> Amen. Well that man suffered. But in his latter days, what happened? You see the suits he used to wear in his latter days. Amen. The man was wealthy. God blessed him. Reward came because it became a multitude. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It became what? A multitude. You know, in the US alone, there are about, in Canada alone, not even US, Canada alone, there are over 150 churches 
who their father ministry is Rema Bible School in Canada alone. How much more in the US? He became a father. They call him the father of the world of faith movement. He suffered to start. Amen. But that's the that's the signature of God. You can see it here in Revelation chapter 7. He started with one four four thousand. Still then, that's why they call them servants of our God. It's good to be a servant mm -hmm. of our God. God re rewards his servants. Mm -hmm. He did not call the house of Jacob to seek him in vain. He's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. The Lord is not unjust to forget your labor of love. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Now, why service? Why servants? Why a few fed before the multitude? Who will, who will pastor the multitude? Mm -hmm. Who will lead the sheep? Because Jesus has not returned yet. Mm -hmm. So those servants will be under the Lamb. And through the Lamish authority and dominion, they will be able to serve the people. Amen. Amen. And help the people. is a wisdom. is a signature of God. Every move of God, God does it like that. Yeah. In fact, if God, if there's a, if your ministry just blows from to yesterday, and God did not do it like that, I'll suspect you. <laughs> <laughs> not only will I suspect you, I can almost hundred percent guarantee that what happened, that something is wrong. Hmm? What we are seeing today of Redeemed Christian Church of God, Redeemed Christian Church of God was started in 1952. Yeah. Wow. They did not just wake up one morning and became a vast ministry. They went through processes. Even when that geo became geo, ah, uh, sometimes you know that is this thing I used to. They use the, because they don't have instruments, instruments. <laughs> until today they still use that thing because they've got it. It's become like a culture. They've got it so used to it. They grew up with it. It was geo. That's what they were using. <laughs> Amen. So any any work that doesn't has that have that signature. Amen. And this is also a wisdom for you, for you little ones. Maybe in the future, you people are hearing ministers of God on, online or whatever. We're checking them. It just rose from nowhere. <laughs> huh? Just quick, quick. Within the next last two years, the meeting already exploded everywhere. I'll just be watching it from afar. <laughs> Until they've gone through. <laughs> Until they've gone through their process. So that you know they will now be tested, tried and tested. That they are really from God. Amen. Amen. Is that not a wisdom? That's a good yes, wisdom. Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So a time is coming where there will be a great multitude hearing this revelation. Which no man can. It's not me that'll do it all. It's God that will do it. Should I show you one more scripture? Prove it to you again. That Hebrews chapter 12 that I was talking about. From verse 25. Oh, no, since I like the name, just from verse 24. Who is there? 12:24 and down to the end. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that ye refuse not, not him, him that speaketh, 
Pause. So you see that that's for us to it again. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. Mm-hmm. Hack him. Not so. <laughs> because if you refuse him that speaketh, where are you leaning to? Death. Yes. There's no there's no between life and death. There's no in between life and death. Everyone is just in it. Everyone, every soul is in a tra- either in a transition towards life or a transition towards death. One of the two. So you know sometimes even maybe not even us there are sometimes when we have seasons in our life where we are kind of leaning towards death. Maybe we are becoming sluggish. We are leaning towards death. But God can quickly get us back. Because it's until you get fully to death that there's no more recovery. There's nothing they can do for you. Until you are totally destroyed, meaning you are totally dead, mm-hmm. and it takes a journey. As it, as it takes a journey to life, it also takes a journey to die, mm. and this is for the soul, not for the spirit. The spirit one is quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the soul, as it takes a journey to journey to life, it also mm. takes a journey to journey to death. So if someone says, "Oh, I'm dying," no, we can still be saved. That's not enough. Okay. <laughs> We are just sick. We can just preach. We just preach some life to you. You'll come back. No, that's not so. You don't have it. It's when you start having that mark of the beast. Then we now start. Even myself. If Jesus is leaving you alone, you, have... <laughs> you know, before Jesus will leave you, you'll be having left you alone. <laughs> uh, you just see, and it's so clear in that John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, I have come that ye may have life. And have it more abundantly. One side said, "The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy." So that's a journey. Mm-hmm. Satan too is a journeyer. Yeah. He can journey you after he has stolen from you. He can now begin to kill you and bring you to destruction. And let me, well, let me not shock you. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. Even if you are born again. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not one saved forever saved. Mm-hmm. If you are born again, just that if you are born again, it will be difficult. Mm-hmm. But if you are born again, you can journey back to death. Meaning, and you can even kill that your spirit man again. Mm-hmm. And you know one of the that, that Jude warned about it. One of the biggest challenges for Christians that can lead you back to that place is carnality. Yeah. Let's see Jude. Yeah. He's there. They say I should preach the standard. This is the standard, but it's very merciful. <laughs> I'll be soft. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Verse 3. Are we there? Yes. It says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. So who is he writing to? Christians. Christians who have faith. Not unbelievers who don't have faith. He's writing to them, contend for the faith. <laughs> which has been delivered, once delivered unto the saints. The saints he's writing to. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. So, spots in their feasts. Certain men crept in unawares, came into their feasting. Certain men came into church. <laughs> Amen. Kept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men. 
turning the grace of God into what? So they knew the grace of God. You must know something to be able to turn it to something else. Mm-hmm. Unbeliever who doesn't know grace of God. So what is he going? How is he going to turn it to unfairness? So men came. They knew the grace of God. What's the grace of God? It says the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. Teaching men. Are you seeing that? So they, they means they've heard teaching before. Yes. Because grace of God teaches. Yes. But when they heard the teaching, they turned it. Mm. Meaning they now taught something else from it. Turning the grace of God into our shivers. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people, <laughs> huh? meaning having gotten you born again, that's the same thing. Yeah. Having saved the people out of Egypt, Afterward, destroy them that believe not. So first, he saved them out of Egypt. Amen. But later, what happened? Destroyed them that believed not. Then he gave another example. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto judgments of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, in like manners, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defy the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignitaries. Verse 9. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed not the body of Moses, did not bring, it, bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. But these speak evil mm. of those things which they know. Mm. And you see where I'm going now? Mm. Are you seeing? They speak evil of those things which they know not. But what they know naturally, so what they know is canal. So when you are canal, <laughs> Amen. They know things. They have carnal understanding. Mm-hmm. As brute beasts. In those things, they corrupt themselves. Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain. Am I communicating? This shall never be any of our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. But it's good to understand this thing. Who was Cain? Where was Cain? In the presence of God. So you can call Cain a born again believer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to his, that is standard. He was in the presence of God. In the presence of God. And he said, What did, what did, what did the Jews say concerning this rule? They have gone in the way of Cain. Meaning, they've also learned how to depart. Mm-hmm. Amen. They have gone in the way of what? Okay. It means they've also learned how to depart. depart. Glory to God. Or oh, the other one, the other example too. To tell you who, to confirm who he's talking about. What's the next example? Or ran greedily after the error of what? Balaam. For what? For reward. Who was Balaam? Who remembers Balaam? Balaam was a prophet who today he can call God. 
Anytime he does sacrifice, God will come down. Every time he does sacrifice, God will come down. That was Bala. Then somebody who was the king of the Moabites was looking for a way to stop Israel. You get me? Because Israel was scaring him. He was looking for a way to stop them. Praise the name of the Lord. And so they enlisted this guy. And because Balaam knew God, he was he now knew what to do that God hates. He now told Barak, this is what you are going to do to get the people of Israel to cause God to hate them. Amen. So it means that Balaam, we say Balaam, king, these were people of God before. But what happened to them? They turned. They turned. They turned. Balaam was because of money. The king of Moab just showed him some six figures <laughs> according to his day. And then his head was his head torn. He began to do sacrifices to call God to come and speak to him on behalf of somebody who was an enemy of God's people. Am I communicating? Amen. Amen. Journey with me today. I'm still going somewhere. Just journey. Amen. 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 So that was Balaam. Then Cain's own. What was Cain's own? Cain was in the presence of God. Cain was, what happened to Cain's faith? Cain was lacking faith. And because he was lacking faith, door was open for somebody else, what is seen, life as I don't know, so, mm-hmm. to come and begin to knock on his, the door of his heart. Mm-hmm. Then sin began to speak to him, began to minister to Cain. Right, very, right there and then, in what? In the presence of God. So it means you can be born again. Do you get me? You can be born again and this world, sin, this world, can be troubling you and be pulling you away from God. Mm. Am I lying? Mm. It's very possible that you can be born again and you, you are seeing yourself shifting in the sense that worst case scenario, a time will come where you won't be ready to say this Christianity I'm not doing again. Mm. Even though you are born again. Amen. Amen. How many of us have even experienced that? Where because of maybe some expectations that are not coming to pass. Those expectations, where did they come from? They were not from God, really. (laughs) They were mostly from what you've seen in this world, what you've been exposed to, your expectation. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And it wasn't, what was happening was not meeting your expectation. And before I know it, you begin to get angry at God. Begin to say, I'm not doing it again. I'm this and that and that. No, that's not the way to do it. Amen. Are you with me, somebody? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are we ready for blessing this morning? Yes, it has turned to afternoon, though. Before <laughs> my very eyes. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 40. This is awesome. From verse 4, again. Hazard chapter 40, from verse 4. Every valley shall be exalted. Yes. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. 
and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Continue. The voice said, Cry, and he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Hmm. O Zion that bringeth... That's okay. Okay. Car, are you with me somebody this morning? Mm. So flesh is like what? Grass? Now how about the glory of flesh? Flower. Flowers are very shiny, not so mm-hmm. very colorful. But what did they say in verse 5? We happen. There's glory of flesh and there's the glory of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Which shall also be revealed. So God also has glory that shines. Amen. Amen. Do you know when God is done with you, you begin to shine. Mm-hmm. When God is gone with remoting you, you begin to shine. That's Isaiah chapter 16. Arise, meaning let me raise you up. In the same way, say, Awake, O Zion. <laughs> arise, O Zion. He's talking about let me build you up and shine. You have to arise first before you shine. Amen. Amen. Who is still with me this afternoon? Yes, Amen. 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 I told you, journey with me, not so. Yes, we are going to land. We are landing. We are landing in blessing. Amen. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So flesh is like what? Grass. You know grass looks beautiful too, doesn't it? Green. Green grass. Grass, flesh can look fine. But it is flesh. Then the glory of flesh can even look more colorful. Like the flower of the field. But what happens to it? A reader, they are just trying to tell you texture. The material, it means that the material that makes flesh glorious, huh? the material does not last. Amen. Amen. The material that makes flesh glorious, the material does not last. Hmm? Whereas the material. Glory! Glory! <laughs> the material that makes you shine lasts. Hmm? What's the material that can make you shine? It's the word of our God that does what? That endure it forever. Are you with me, somebody? I want to show you this thing. Stay with me. I want to show you this thing well. Let's see Romans chapter 6. When we begin to know who this glory of, the glory of the Lord is, you begin to see His nature. Then you now understand how the material, the what causes you to shine, is the material. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. We are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So, who raised Jesus from the dead? The glory of who? Of the Father. Now let's see who this is again. Romans chapter 8. Who knows where I'm going? Family, you know where I'm going. Romans chapter 8, 
It says in that same spirit that dwelleth that raised Christ from the dead. Eleven. Okay. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal mortal bodies by spirit that dwelleth in you. Do you see that? So it means that the glory of the Father is who? Is the Holy Ghost, Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Do you see that? So the glory of the Father is what? Is the Spirit, is the Holy Ghost, is the Spirit of the Lord. Now let's see where he lives, where this Holy Ghost grows upon. Genesis chapter 1. So without this, without content, that glory cannot be upon, cannot rest upon his soul. Genesis chapter 1. I believe who knows where I'm going. Verse 3. Yes. Verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Moved upon the face of the waters is their nature. Is again in Psalm 104. He will lay the beams of his chambers in the waters. So it means that wherever waters are, what is waters again? Word. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. By the washing of water, by the washing of water, by the word. Are you seeing? So when you have that content that endure it forever, called the word of God, Holy Ghost will begin to find you. Holy Ghost will begin to rest upon you. Holy Ghost begins to shine upon you. Mm-hmm. Holy Ghost, who is the glory of the shine of God? Mm-hmm. The shine of God. Mm-hmm. He'll be following you wherever you are going. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you are carrying content. Mm-hmm. You are carrying content in your heart. Mm-hmm. But excuse me, same it is in the other way, in the other side. If you are carrying the content of this world, mm-hmm. I say this all the time, just take L out of war. It's a war, it's a lie. The L stands for lie. Lying war. Lying war. If you are carrying the lying war, the content of the lying war in your soul, who, who will follow you? They call it the God of this war. People will want to go, I saw, I don't, I don't mean to, I was just, I was just, my ink to canal. Darkness will be following you. Mm. Mm. In the spiritual realm, spirits follow their content. Yes. In fact, not just the spiritual realm. Normally, I'll tend to those people who like me more. That's yeah. my nature. Do you get me? Someone is likes to hear my word. And person calls me, I'll be calling the person back because I want to give more of my word. But if someone and fa- we have to war and fight. <laughs> I mean, I'll have to be booking appointment. <laughs> <laughs> because I know every time it's going to be a war, they fight. Whereas the other one would just be a smooth trans, a smooth operation. Why? Because the person is sharing my contents. Mm-hmm. It's very easy, very simple. 
So, we attract what we carry in our soul. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we attract what we carry in our soul. Praise the name of the Lord. I have a great example to share with you. Because I study, you know, my, my dad used to be great, he used to study history, he likes history. My dad studied in the UK. He's not that bad, his master's there. In fact, we used to think he's only too much. <laughs> history books, he registered us about World War I, World War II. I was like, what's going on? He had the books of. Amen. So, my dad was one of the books my dad had. The name was Mienkind. It was a book written by Adolf Hitler while he was in prison. Hmm? Just a history book. While he was in prison before the Second World War, Adolf Hitler was a man who fought in the First World War in the late 19, 1919 or thereabouts. Yeah? In 1918, he fought. He was part of the German army that lost the war. And so he was bitter and he was in prison. In that book, Menkamp, he was detailing his life story, then also he was detailing what he believed in. Everything he wrote in that book, that's what he did. In that book, he read, you, so now I wonder, I was, so the first question I asked, did he write the book after Second World War? Because this is exactly what he did. This hatred for the Jews, he communicated it in the book. But this was a full decade before he even left prison or became the leader of Germany. So what happened? He was having a content. Then his evil spirit began to follow him. That someone who came out, how many people will come out of prison and become president of a nation? Without an assistant. Without help. He was carrying content of darkness. So Satan, Satan was following him. That when he came out of prison, began to put him in politics, put him in power, clear people out of the way so that he can become leader of Germany. So spirits follow contents. If you really, because many of you don't know the story of how he came to be a leader of Germany, if you really study it well, it wasn't, there was a hand involved. Nobody liked him. How the whole process that even his party was not originally called the Nazi party, they were just a social, they were not haters of Jews initially. But gradually, people who were leading the party began to either die or resign. And it's not the, it was not him that was killing them. <laughs> who was doing it? <laughs> the spirit that is following his content, making a way for Hitler to come into power in Germany. It was almost like you said, don't I say it's providence. It's almost like it's destiny. Somebody was arranging it. Then when he came, because the person who was arranging it knew that this man is carrying a content, that if I give this man power, he will do what he did that is inside his heart. And that's exactly what happened. Are you seeing how content is what attracts spirits over your head? Praise the name of the Lord. So, when a man is carnal, 
Two canal. Let me be nice. Two canal. Amen. When your canality, your love for this world is too extreme, it's possible that you may even be prospering in your, I call it madness. But actually, somebody is allowing you to prosper because he wants to give you flower so that you can preach canality to the next person. What's the reason for flower? Color. Do you get me? Attraction. So that if I put on this jacket called flower, the glory of flesh, when I'm talking to other grass, they will listen to me. And they want to become if they want to add flower to their grass instead of turning grass to a lively stone. Praise the name of the Lord. Who is blessed in the house today? Amen. Amen. Can we see this again? Deuteronomy chapter 32. Verse 1, you will see this thing. You will see this so clear. It's too clear, my brother. It's too clear, my sisters. Hmm? It's too clear. Somebody help me read. Femi, can you read from verse 1? Deuteronomy chapter 32. And Jacob went. 32. Deuteronomy. Oh, sorry. Oh, Enoch, are you there? No? Okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. 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 Let's there. Family, go ahead. Give ear, all ye heavens, and I will speak. Yes. And hear, O earth, the word of my mouth. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, and my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender heart, and as the shower, shower upon the grass. As what? Showers upon what? Yes. Who is the grass? Me. Me. Yes. I am that grass, that flesh. All flesh is as grass. Then his doctrine shall begin to distill like dew upon the tender hair and upon the grass. Because he has an intention. Yeah. He does not want you to remain grass. Yes. It's messy when doctrine is coming to you. It's for change. He doesn't want you to keep being flesh. The other side wants you to keep being flesh. So the other side will design flower to tell you that you can attain one higher than your grass. But just instead of grass, be a flower. But both of them redirect. But God is saying to us today that this is how I do my own process. I bring my doctrine as the rain mm-hmm. tenderly even to the tender herb and upon you even as grass. Then a journey will happen. A transformation will begin to occur. 
that the time will now come as Paul will write in the scriptures. Ye are lively stones being built up together as an edifice in the Lord. Hmm. You started as grass, you ended up as what? A stone. What, what, what's the difference? What happened? What, what caused the transformation? Doctrine! Distilling as due. Because we know that whenever you strike a mountain, what comes out? Water! <laughs> Amen! So a man who is a house of water, you are becoming a stone. You are becoming a mountain. And then you are becoming a rest for the Holy Ghost, for the glory of the Lord. Then you begin to shine, the real kind of shining, the one that is durable, the one that is enduring, the one that is lasting, the one that is everlasting, the one that does not change, the one that cannot turn, the one that is eternal. The one that is immortal, the one that is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That kind of strength is what God can impact upon you when you come under the reign, the reign of His doctrine. They call it the doctrine of Christ. Are we blessed in the house today? Hmm? We can't skip this thing. We can't escape it. Huh? What the Proverbs chapter 8 says if you escape it? You love death. Yes. Say, whosoever findeth me, findeth life. And obtaineth favor of the Lord. Whoever hated me, loves death. Who has sinned against me, sinned against his own soul. Hmm. Let's skip this. Today is uh, uh, decision day for some of you. This is not the kind of word you just hear and then go and play after. Hmm? Decision day. You have to make choices. It has to be a choice. It has to be a choice. Hunger test for righteousness that you may be filled. Praise the name of the Lord. Because let me tell you something. I'll begin to round up shortly. Let me tell you something. God, who is a rock, as you see in that Deuteronomy chapter 32, has already vowed to rain his doctrine down. Hmm? Praise the name of the Lord. Now, when it is raining, with my invention, I have a choice. I can invent an umbrella. I can allow the rain to fall on me and receive the rain. Or I can take an umbrella and cover myself and do as though nothing has happened. 
Hmm? Praise the name of the Lord. So, some people can live here today and do as though nothing has happened. But something has happened. Say, I have placed before you life and death. Choose life. But something has happened. You cannot deny it. You have seen scriptures. You have seen the way. You have seen the way. You have seen Christ. The word of our God that I'm dearer forevermore. You have seen the end of what Christ can produce in you. The glory of the Lord is arisen upon thee. That's what Christ can produce in you. Amen. Amen. But you also know now that there is no vacuum in the spirit. There is also another way. And there is also another glory. What's the other way? Flesh. Remain flesh. This is the choice that we are faced with. Remain flesh and go after the glories of flesh. So remain flesh and add flower to my flesh. Choice. Choice, choice, choice. Amen. Are we going to go after life? Whosoever findeth me, findeth life. And obtain a favor from the Lord. Are we going to go after life? Or are we going to go back to death? Are we going to return back to our vomit? From whence we came from. Our state of loving flesh. Loving the world and the glories of this world. I will never ever go back to the wall. Never go back to the wall. Never go back to the wall anymore. I will never spirit of repentance in the atmosphere repentance from our choices repentance from our thoughts repentance from our idols repentance from covenants we have made things we have said we are going to do and nothing can stop us things that say this is the path I will go and nothing can stop me Ah, there's a spirit that 
available in the atmosphere for repentance right now. All of us need to repent. Everybody here. We all need that repentance. Choices that we have engraved upon our hearts. That we will do it regardless of anything. Things that we have held on to. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Me and Grace to keep us focused. We 
you have grace in you to give us focus. Father, we ask for grace in Jesus' name. That we will not turn. We will not look back. Is there any man that look back? Is not fit for the kingdom. Help us not to look back in Jesus' name. Help us to look forward and walk forward in Jesus' name. That will come to a place where you have said in the scripture that all you are filled with all the fullness of God. No, no, no. I don't want to be one of those that will see men and be ashamed. Because I had capacity to be there, but I was not able to be there. Father, I will be one of those, you will be one of those that will give testimony that the Lord helped us to the end of Jesus' name. That Christ was formed in us. That Christ was fully formed in us. That Christ was fully formed in us. We will be one of those that will give testimony and say, I was on earth and I was given grace to know God. Cherubim, shine for you. Dwells between the cherubim, shine.